This podcast is brought to you by MVR Painting. MVR Painting is a Newcastle-based company with a passion for painting for well and truly over 10 years. They are a small crew making a big difference. If you want the brush with the best, make sure to contact MVR Painting. You can find their pages on Facebook or Instagram under MVR Painting or email them at mark at mvrpainting.com.au. Cheers, peeps. On this episode of the Top Deck Podcast, we're going to change it up a bit and talk about three topics that mean the most to me and Joshy. Uh, one is routine, uh, two is vulnerability, and three is a passion for being a father. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Today is your day. Allow me to introduce myself. Top Deck. Top Deck. Top Deck. The, 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 the Top Deck Podcast. I'll leave your brain stimulated. Joshy, how are you, mate? Marky Mark. What's Welcome happening? back. Tuesday. Hello. Good to be back in the in the dungeon. <laughs> it is. Nervous again, like usual. Always. Good that I think it's that um positive adrenaline that we chase. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Fuck, it's weird, eh? It is weird. Like, you know, I guess what's this like? Fifth? Fifth actual proper? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm still on a high after today too, getting a lot of positive feedback and um I know, just uh, I talked to one of my mates earlier today and said it's just that euphoria that comes over your body when you you know, you're doing something good and you're getting positive feedback from it. It's fucking pretty special, man. Yeah, it's overwhelming, eh? We, um, <clears throat> yeah, I found myself actually just bouncing hard in the car on the way home after work. So I just, yeah, it's good vibe, eh? It is, good it stuff, is. Good yeah, it's awesome, Especially with, like, I think you get inboxes off, like, mates, but they're regularly listening, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's a special thing for me. It is, yeah, and um, even, you know, people, I guess, that you, you don't really connect with, you know, um, or you don't even know, and they're sort of reaching out to you and just appreciating what you're putting out there yeah, and right. what you're doing. So, yeah, it's um, it's overwhelming, but it's good. That's good, man. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think we said, we'll, you know, we'll change it up every now and again and we'll throw, throw a few topics in there and me and you'll just get together and um, talk on that and sort of ease it down a little bit, you know, like some of the stories are pretty intense and, and they're awesome to get out there, but I think that... We also need to sit back and talk about some some stuff that benefits our life and, and getting in touch with like ourselves as, as males, you know, and dropping that ego a bit. So I think it's important that we do take the time out to talk about a couple of topics here or there and, and we can um, get that out there. And also to engage the audience, you know, we want to do some Q&As down the line and, you know, just... It, it lets them... Stuff. Yeah, it lets them know a bit more about us, you know. So, I mean, obviously you've got a group of friends through your social media and that to follow us now and, and they know a lot about you and, you know, from either growing up with you or, or through some period in your life and the same with me. But, you know, they don't know much about you, my, my you know, friends and, and people I grew up with and the same, you know, with your, your friends and the people you grew up that, with. So It's funny you say that because I've had, like, a lot like a fair few people like all my mates and like even the boys that we go at the beach with and said fuck it was good to hear josh's story you know because they just know josh's josh that comes up for a coffee not you know josh obviously my story's fuck i've told a million times yeah it's finely tuned even i think even i I like being on the other side of the table to you because i can fucking dig into them little nooks and crannies that you don't like and i can find out more about josh as well yeah 100 (laughs) percent. man no um for sure i i enjoy getting asked these questions like even though some of them are difficult to answer um you know it's it's part of growing isn't it you got to dive in into yourself to um you know find those answers and and then express it out there so and the same with you know a couple of boys like you know dan Dan that um you know was training with us and and doing Merryweather stairs and that you know he knows you from that but then um (laughs) 
yeah, he had no idea about your story, <laughs> story. Like he was blown away, you know. And um, you know, and then they were, um, you know, praising you for some of the questions you were asking in a, a few of the previous podcasts and that. Like, um, yeah, you've got a knack for it, man. Uh, so. I think it comes with, um, you know, the fellowship I'm in, and you get to practice talking about life on on a weekly basis, and it's pretty special. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, definitely. Let's dive into it, eh? Um, I'll write down three things off the spreadsheet that you had um, that I'd, I think would be good to talk about. And number one is routine. And um, I think we have a different routine around what we do each day and what works for us. And I think that's the beauty. It's not just us. I think it's everyone has a different routine and yep. how they manage their lives. Um, so I think, yeah, what what works for you? How, how like what What's your main structure throughout your week and routine to keep you on the straight and narrow? Um, I think getting up early is is the key thing for me. Um, something, you know, I did notice during COVID um, and having to work from home and then obviously the shutdown with everything, um, including the gyms. And that's something that, you know, really kickstarts my day is getting up at that four o'clock, hitting the gym at five and then your day just starts from there. Um, mm. And that's the kickoff of my routine. Um, and, it, and it ends with me being in bed by nine o'clock. So, um, yeah, I noticed, um, you know, my health um, and I guess just my energy levels and my mind, um, you know, my mind state um, from not having routine um, through that COVID period and how much it affected me. I noticed like my health was dropping off a lot. Um, you know, I was getting sick quite often. Um, I had like a niggle and knee injury too, which was, you know, just probably not getting the right nutrients and everything and um, your body just not functioning and used to this sort of, you know, each daily routine and, um, yeah, it took its toll on me. So um, kickstarting in the morning is the main thing for me um, and a healthy brekkie and and then um, obviously going down to the beach them couple of mornings there with the boys and that and just, you know, getting that salt air around us, breathing that in and watching the sunrise, it just makes for a great day for me and it um, gives me energy to keep going. So Totally agree. What about yourself? Um, mine, I think if I concentrate on my physical, spiritual, emotional, like I, I think I need to do like all of that by the morning. I really, uh, I've really, um, I've really found that I, like I've got to do, I, I've got to do all my, I don't have to, but I like to do all my work in the morning. So a gratitude list, it ebbs and flows for me. I, I'll do it for ages and I, and I won't and then I do and then I don't. But like this time I've really I've really dove into it this time and, and I've got a book for me, birthday gratitude book. And um, I think physically writing it down on paper, fuck it, there's a lot more, it's a lot more special I think because not one, it's an accountability. And I post, see this is what I use social media for, but I posted on social media for one, I've had people reach out saying your list helped me, you know, blah. I don't do it for that, but that's just a gift from doing that. Yep. And but it's accountability, and for me, I structure off accountability. You know, if I don't have, if I'm not held accountable in all, in all aspects of life, I'll get the fuckets. It's yep. like no, I'm not going to do it. So I wake up at three thirty in the morning. I travel down to the gym. It's not even open at four thirty. And I'm there at 4.30, but I'm out, out the front doing a gratitude list. And I do daily readings. Everyone on my social media would know, like, I do a daily affirmation and I do a couple of daily readings. And that's my spiritual part done. Yep. 
and um, I just get that spiritual adrenaline there, and um, and then I then I go to the gym and I do my physical stuff. You know what I mean? And that just clears my mind a bit more. And like you said, go up with the boys and pretty much every morning. And um, it's just a good yarn up there. You know, it's just a good vibe, whether it's raining, whether it's not. And like I've met people that I probably wouldn't cross paths with, to be honest. Yep. If I if I didn't go up there and um. I think that's just a good balance for me in the morning and then obviously running the business it's all it's all business during the day but and then i've got uh, my afternoons like from the time i clock off and i'll get home around four o'clock it's like it's family you know i like to give like my daughter when she's there on the weekend but also you know i live full time with my partner and the two boys and i like to put a lot of time into them boys as well so it's like all family when i get home so I think just having balance is 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 really fucking. It's key. It is key, you it know. It really is the routine, and like you said, it's how you start your morning. Like, if I, if I um don't get up and I don't do something, I'm just more sluggish. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Like I, I, you know, once I get out of bed, have a shower, the first thing I do is obviously get dressed, but um, go back and make me bed. You know, mm. it's just just that small little accomplishment, and it's simple, man. You know, it's just making your bed, but um. Yeah, just you know, it's just attacking those little things and and achieving that little goal. Make your bed, okay. What's the next thing? Let's let's grind away. Let's have a healthy healthy breakfast and let's get to the gym. You know, keep your body, you know, having good nutrients in it. And um and then you know, obviously training for me is all is all my for my mental state really. Yeah, makes me feel good. Um, but yeah, it really helps my mental state and keeps me sharp. But unconsciously, you. Yeah building consistency and i think that's the key to life as well is being consistent at something that benefits your life yep. for me i haven't always been consistent so you'd see the cycle but you know since being in recovery the last two years i've been consistent because and but that's unconsciously i just wake up and i fucking try to be a better me today than i was yesterday and it's and it's just work so yeah do you um I was going to ask actually because you actually mentioned them when you dropped off those gratitude lists for a while there did that sort of mess your routine up a little i think um to be honest like like i said it wasn't just that that dropped off like you said the covid thing like fuck i i wasn't doing anything yep i wasn't doing anything and i was eating shit i wasn't training so i just had to fuck it mm. i was sitting in the fuck it's the whole covid and period it's all and because of routine yeah it like, really is mm. and then but i'd make excuses listen you know my disease in my head is like i'd make excuses oh well the gyms aren't open. i can't train you got yep. two legs but i fucking hate to run yeah but it, <laughs> but it all comes back to routine you know like like you know me like man i, I thrive off cardio and cardiovascular work and like you mm. know putting the work in and um you know just because i didn't have that routine i still had all my my equipment in my garage and you know and obviously you've got just you know outside to go and run and and do whatever with your kettlebells and stuff but just not having that routine just made me so sluggish and that mm. yeah like you said that fuck it attitude like just making excuses and that sort of thing yeah that's right. yeah it's it's all routine man it you is. know it routine is. consistency it's and key. balance it is so all right well let's get on the topic too um fuck this is a good one actually vulnerability <laughs> something that i think you're for, for me like i've known you for quite a few years nearly 10 years now and um last 12 months i've only noticed the last 12 months that you're starting to get Open a up. lot more vulnerable mm. that's um, because of you though i'll admit that like you know seeing seeing the progress like you know i'm knowing you for quite some time and then obviously you know going spiraling down that that path that toxic path that you're on and then 
bouncing and coming out of the other other side from that um and then just seeing you know what the benefits of being vulnerable opening up are um yeah it just really you know it opened up my eyes and it was like you know this is definitely the path you know and you just wake up with you know no burden over your shoulders yeah, clear man. conscience yeah clear conscience so um yeah you you definitely inspired me to be a lot more vulnerable um hanging out with you a lot too and like you just said before you know asking those sort of questions yeah. and diving into me um and, and makes I, me vulnerable i think it's like um if you're around them sort of people you'll become more vulnerable if you feel safe and and all that do you know what i mean yep. it's um it's your crowd yeah, you, yeah, you are, you know, you are your environment. So, yeah, and um, you know, obviously, you know, them times when we're going down with Kyle, it's um, <laughs> you got to mentally prepare yourself for just that day and a half because the questions, you know, it's you'll answer it and it's why, you know, you've got to answer, you got to, you got to have an answer for your answer, um, and it's it's mentally draining, as you know, but it is also it's um, yeah, I think it's needed, today. Eh? It's um, yeah. It lets you know more about yourself when you become vulnerable, man. Exactly so, right. you know, I um, yeah, I appreciate it. It's good, you know, to see where you've come from from being vulnerable, and then that's opened up my eyes to it. So, mm. yeah. How did you go opening up at first? Um, I think my vulnerability comes from um, hitting rock bottom. Uh, to be honest, I think it comes from um, like having a lot of my um vulnerability taken away when i was a child yep. I, I wasn't able to be vulnerable yep. so um always had uh, you know i was always on edge and i, I wasn't able to be a, a normal child um so i think like that just manifested and progressed uh, along the lines that nowadays for me to be vulnerable was obviously surrendering to my addiction yep and um once I got that and I got a bit of mental mental clarity around, okay, I've got a disease and um, it allowed me to be vulnerable and once I, once I was in a fucking environment where there was like 60 other people with the, sim- like with the same disease but not obviously from the – it wasn't caused by the same stuff but it was just – I don't know, it was a very safe place to be open and vulnerable and yep. um, it remapped my whole thinking yep. and um, – you know now fucking vulnerability is key for me because like if i be vulnerable other people like you said you can you can be vulnerable like but i only get that from other people as well do you know what i mean like it's like it's fucking hard to explain like and like you said kyle is a massive part of, of that because i met him in in the facility and um i know he helped me in there too you know like i i, I was fucking a bit up and down in there as well you know the first couple of weeks but i know the we we did a changes period together in there and it, it was fucking special man it, it allowed you to deal with all your childhood trauma and stuff like that and once you face the stuff that um has made you know the, the devil that's been sitting on your shoulder all this time once you get to face that and you don't play the victim anymore you can be vulnerable yep. you know what i mean it's not you're not blaming everyone else for it it's you're yeah. taking responsibility yeah owning your own shit yep that's and, key and, and i think that's the biggest part of my vulnerability is owning my own shit yep and i'm not i'm i'm not perfect i'm fucking far from perfect but i try not to hurt anyone along the way you know like if my mistakes now are fucking minute compared to what they were then yep do you know what i mean yep. and um yeah like vulnerability is it can broaden and be so much but 
on uh, just for me it's like a personal thing do you feel it's like a work in progress each day vulnerability 100 percent. yeah some days i'm good at it some days i'm not yep like i've got bipolar as well you know like and sometimes i'm still working that shit out like i'm medicated and and i take my medication to be honest i don't even take that like to the best of my ability like some days i do forget but like i'm pretty fucking consistent with it where where my but i'm still learning about all that stuff you know what i mean like because what um oc said on the podcast there's four different types of bipolar i'm still trying to like me and my doctor were trying to work out which one i had yeah okay and it was all based off like he couldn't find out because i wouldn't stay off the drugs long enough yeah yeah so now being two years clean i can sort of see like you know where where it manifests in in my body yep so yeah are are you aware of it when it's coming on like or Uh, does it come on like how does it to be honest I, i haven't I haven't had it down or I think and more in my in now it's it's a more of an upper yep like you, you see I'm a fucking high stimulus person yeah like I'm no, always definitely. on the go I'm always on the go like I always got and I had this conversation with someone today I've always got to be I don't have to be on the go I always like to be on the go because when I'm still that's when my disease can fucking get in my head yep. and start telling me oh you can go and do this or you can act that way and you can do this you know what I mean where if and I'm busy with all good shit in my life. Like we've got the, I've got the podcast going. I've got a fucking beautiful partner. I've got a family. I've got a baby on the way. I've got a business. I've got like, all coaching this. the footy. Yeah, fucking coaching the boys. <laughs> Flat out, out, man. Yeah. Flat out. So when you say like you're bipolar, it gives you more up. So I'm guessing is this when you send me those texts like when are we dropping? When are we dropping? <laughs> is that the bipolar? That's just fucking adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like we talked about before. That's um, uh, it's like just the positive feedback that we've got this far yeah and not even that the growth that you get out of it the connection when you walk away like all that stuff it's like fuck i just want to keep, keep going, going yeah. keep it going yeah. i trust me it's hard just to like nah man like let's just keep going let's be <laughs> consistent on these days and just you know each week like we said you know it's i think we've got a good balance between each other because Definitely. in that you're like oh this and then in there's other parts where like you said the question thing that i might bring out questions for you and like i oh, know it just fucking works yeah man. man it flows definitely and um Look, I guess like, you know, like to the listeners too, like like just work on being vulnerable, you know, one small step at a time. Like um I was having a having a discussion on the phone on the way home from work this afternoon, um, with Amanda from marketing from where I work and and she sort of pointed out something that when I start diving into trying to be vulnerable in certain aspects of my life from the first episode and then um I think it was the third one with um with OC, Owen Craigie. I started getting a tickle in my throat and and um yeah sort of you know <clears throat> just trying to clear my throat a bit and she's like it's like subconsciously there's something that i need to get out but i don't know what i need to get out yet like i'm not aware of it or anything or the questions haven't been asked and is it a do you think is it a certain topic that triggers you or i don't know no i don't know i just don't know whether it's me just being you know like maybe i'm being vulnerable but i'm not opening that gate like you know full width just opening it right up and expressing myself completely i'm not sure you know it's like you said it's a work in progress each day you've just got to work on it and you know this this is a platform where i want to show people that you know obviously it's not easy but you know you can do it and you just got to take those steps and just you know try and open up each day it's progress not perfection i said this to someone today you know it's um it's no such thing as perfection no that's right that's right just fucking 
what, what, what does those say say? Just show up, baby. Show up. Chase the energy, <laughs> Chase baby. The energy. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's. Yeah, legend. Legend. Um, all right. Topic three. Um, this one, I, I fucking really like this one, especially for both of us because um, we've got to do this journey together and um, like being a dad and like obviously we've got two different um, family sort of systems going there but like um, w- our kids have become really fucking good friends and yeah, that's man. all you can hope when you have when you have kids, you know what I mean? But um, so... What, Heavy like, subject, eh? Yeah, yeah, Already yeah. brings like sort of tears to <laughs> me eyes. It is because you're passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, man. Um, so what like being a father to you, like what does it mean? Like is it something that you want to mirror off how you grew up or it, like what what motivates you not so much mirror yeah. um it's probably i want it the complete opposite for for my young fella um you know not growing up with a dad around um i know what it's like so um yeah look it's um you know well i know what it's like to not have a dad but i don't know what it is like to have a dad around yeah. so um yeah man like I take it back to when he was born, I guess, like it changed, it changed me ways. It changed, changed me life. You know, everyone says it changed your life. Um, it definitely did. Um, you know, I couldn't think of like, it's not like it was planned. It was, um, you know, it was just an unplanned thing and it happened and thank God it did, man. Like it's the best thing that happened in my life. You know, it made me really focus on more of the important things in life. Like, you know, quality time, definitely quality time. You know, it, it, stop me from wanting to go out and have those beers with the friends and everything it was just like you know i'd rather wake up early and have that time with with my son um yeah like look i just want him to um yeah probably experience everything that i didn't get to experience by having a dad around just you know make sure that the time that he spent his quality time it's fun um and he's he's always laughing but just you know and and direct him and teach him really um it's heavy it's um you know, and, and sort of when I did separate, you know, from, from my ex, like, um, like that was, you know, the one thing like that plays in my head is like, I just, I don't ever want my kid like to just, and I don't know if like my ex partner would tell me that he asked, but I just don't want him to ever ask like, oh, why, you know, mm. why isn't daddy in my life? Like, you know, like, bro, yeah, that'd be, that'd be hard, man. Mm. I don't know. It's just it's, think, it's so hard to explain, man. What being a dad's like—it's fucking a ripper. It well, is I, a ripper. Um, I think that was that was my next question for you. Like, do you think um, growing up, obviously with a um, like a broken home, do you, do you think that's going to affect him like it affected you in childhood? Like, I know that you do your best from your end to not let that happen, but. Obviously, he's going to ask him questions. It's inevitable. I've thought about this a million times with my daughter. It it's, in, it's inevitable. Yep. Have you thought how how you're going to approach that? Um, depends on like, look. It's with just honesty. You know what I mean. At the end of the day, um, look. I think um, even though it is like a split, you know, he's got two like two parents that don't live with each other. I think me and my my ex are on very good you know terms um you know we have a very good relationship i wouldn't say it's as strong as what yours and and your ex is but i mean it is definitely we're building on it and it is it is getting stronger and that will only let him flourish more um look if you ask me look the truth you just got to you know you got to say the truth you know it you know and yeah yeah but i i I commend you on that because 
I know how much resentment, how much anger, and that you had built up at the start. Like you stayed here the first night, that you know yeah. you ended up fucking walk like you know leaving the central coast. So, but and I knew how much you had bottled up, but just over this last fucking twelve, nearly eighteen months, like how you not just you, like both of you, how you turn have turned it around, and you are starting to co-parent. Yeah, before you were just a separated family, and now you 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 can safely say you're a co-parent and you're doing it well. So, uh, as much as it's hard, you got to give yourself a pat on the back. And like you said, it's not a it's not you, you don't compare it to anyone else's co-parent. Well, I don't co-parent relationship. Like you just base it around where you were to where, to where you are. are. Yeah, for sure. And and it's forward. You know what I mean? You're not in the courts. You're not fucking doing this. You're not saying to boss that blah, 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 blah about his mum and talk like, you know, no, which never. a lot of families do when you have that emotion connected. Yeah, and you can't you can't do no. that, man. Like, no. it's all about the kid, you know. And um, we had this conversation like it was, you know, it was her um, it was her birthday there the other week. Um, so we just like, you know, I took her out for dinner, um, took boss, you know, with us. Like, you know, you, you got to do those sort of things. Um and then we had a conversation again last week, you know, and that's what I said to her, look, I still love you, but I don't, like, I just don't think that we work. Like, I just think we're on two different paths. I said, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and just even opening up like that, like, I felt like that just strengthened it so much, you know. Mm. There's nothing wrong with us being on two different paths and still loving each other. Like, we love each other and and that's only going to build our, our strength for our kid, you know. Yeah, that's right. So. And if... Like Boston's brought up around love from both sides, and then, mate, he's only destined for good things in the future. Hundred percent, man, and he is. You, you can see it in him. Like he's he's a good kid for his age. Like you know, they say terrible twos and all that. And when he was in his twos, like there was no terrible twos, man. He's he's just a good kid. He's polite. He's got manners. Yeah, he's a, he's a wonderful kid, man. And that yeah, and that's a, a reflection of the environment he's you know he's brought up in. So, Correct. what's it mean to you, man? Being oh, a dad, fuck, everything. Man. This is a, this is good. Like, there's so many dis- different aspects of, uh, like, f- of a fatherhood to me. Similar to yourself, I've never never met my dad. There's a lot of controversy around that. Yes, and um, it ebbs and flows. I'm like, you know, he's in the Philippines. I, I haven't met him before. Yeah, I want to maybe find him. Nah, maybe I don't. Maybe it's too late. There's been that my whole fucking life, you know. And um, so my motivation when I got a bit older was, okay, well, I don't want to worry about that chapter. Let's just close that chapter because there's too much fucking uncertainty around that. Yeah, so, we were going to go. We were going to do – you did the uh, DNA test and we were, we were about to book some holidays and, and well, we were going to vlog it, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, we were going to, but yeah. fuck, there's about 6 million people that I could have been connected to. So it was um, – Put that to the side. I don't think there'd be enough fucking battery on the camera <laughs> to get all that. Put it to the side. So, like, when I got a bit older, my, my main motivation was, like, okay, forget about that. Let's um, – I just want to be a dad because I've never had a dad before. Yep. But I think it was the wrong way of looking at it because instead of working on myself and all them um, all them resentments and all, all, all that build up, like I didn't have an identity. I had one half that was very dysfunctional, but I had another half I didn't know anything and still don't know anything about. Yep. So I, I didn't know my identity until fucking couple of years ago. And so I just wanted to be a dad, like, because I never had a dad. And 
you know, become a reality. I'll become a dad. But look what happened. I I I I never found Marcus before I found my daughter. Yep. And and it didn't end well. No. I was fucking in drug addiction. I was a fucking deadbeat dad, and like I, I fucked over a lot of people in, in that process. So, like fatherhood was fucked, and then, but I'm so fucking grateful that there was people, including my daughter's mum, that actually stuck by me and gave me a shot. And um, it, I don't know, like unconsciously having my daughter saved my life. For one, it, it, as much as I was down a slippery slope of addiction, it gave me purpose still that I want. I wanted to be a good dad. I didn't know how, but I wanted to be a good dad unconsciously. I contemplated suicide. I didn't want to do it because of my daughter. And then what got me to rehab? I want to do it for my daughter. And then that, that, that's the fucking gift there. That I wanted to do it for her and then I come out wanting to – that doing it for me. Yep. Like nothing I do in my life is for her now. It's for me because by me doing it for myself and becoming, yeah, becoming a better person for me, she benefits from it. Yep. And now – I've got even more fucking big gifts in my life. I'm about to be her father again. I've got a beautiful partner that understands where I was from and where I'm going and where I want to be and I'll be the best. And not not only am I going to be a father again and be the best version of myself in, in that and the best partner, but I'm also like, I've also got two boys that I try to be a role model for. I don't, I, I don't try to be their father because they've got a good father. That you know, so I, I don't want to try to be someone for them. I just want to show them that their mum is loved, that my daughter is loved, that our baby to be is going to be loved, and, and they're also yeah, and they're also going to be loved. You know, and, and I think all this just comes from learning to like it's all it's a lot of loving myself yep. and, and knowing what. I can bring to the table. And fuck, bro, I've never had that in my life. Mm-hmm. My self-esteem has always been fucking, you know, below average. Yep. So I oh know, like fatherhood, to be honest, fatherhood saved my fucking life in so many different ways. And it, it keeps producing all this stuff, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's fucking special if, if you take it for what it is, you know. Like um, like I said, I, 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 I was a father, I failed. But I get a chance to do again and the best version of myself. And, 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 you know, that's, that's the fucking special part about it all. Yeah, it is special, isn't it? Those, those moments, you know, being present with them and just, you know, I, I guess like my young fella now, like last night, you know, sitting on the lounge and we're just sort of, you know, I had the TV on mute and we're just sort of communicating and talking and watch him trying to, you know, communicate his feelings and what he wants, you know, and, and that sort of thing and um you know and then having that discussion with him like you know we're going to catch up on on friday night with yourself mm. and um and head over to the trampoline park and um you know and like he's like oh you know and the first thing he said when he walked out this morning his memory's crisp you know he's oh oh okay school uh mummy picked me up and then uh uh mark and bye mark and bye <laughs> i'm like yeah man yeah on the weekend for sure like he's just so pumped for it so um yeah it's just good this those little things man like yeah you got to you just got to absorb him and, and really be in the moment and be present for him because there's going to be a time where he's not going to want to give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and so. I think my main motiv- motivation now is to instill, like, uh, you know, I think it's everyone's motivation in my family system now is, like, to instill good blueprints 
into the kids that are involved through. in my life. Not yeah. even that. Like it's fucking like you said. Like I, I, I've got thrown under the bus and now coaching like the young fellas under sixes and I fucking I love that challenge too because that helps me grow as well. Where it's like having twelve kids. Yep. And like you can still instill. And I said to them as well, you know, it's not about winning or losing. It's just about having fun. And, like, you know, there's so many opportunities in life that you can be a good role model or a father figure for, you know, even people that, you know, you don't even know. Yep. So, um, you know, it's just instilling their blueprints. So I had fucked up blueprints my whole life. So it's trying to instill them and knowing how important it is for children to grow up, having them good – you know, blueprints is pretty special. No, oh, man, I salute you on that. You're doing a good job, so. Gee, Bella. All right, let's wrap it up and do the three before you flee. You know, we do it for everyone else, so fucking let's um, challenge each other. Let's go. What motivates you? <laughs> I'm oh, jumping in first. Jumping Sorry, first. brother. Sorry. Uh, life, man. If I get, uh, you know, once I, we're not promised tomorrow, so if I can wake up and try to be a better me today than I was yesterday, that, that's what motivates me because there's fucking opportunity around every corner and I try to jump on that. Yeah, every day I can. Yeah, for sure. I'd have to agree. Yeah, you know, you don't know what is around the corner. This is it, man. You know, we're only here once. Right. You know, don't sit in here and be and be negative and 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 look at the down and everything. Like you know, look at the look at the upside. You know, go outside. Just shut your mind off. Listen to nature and um, you know, enjoy enjoy the small things. And I think reading your gratitude list makes me appreciate the small things a lot more. So um, yeah, man, just. Yeah, you know, enjoying life and my kid. My kid motivates me. Yeah, nice. What legacy do you want to be remembered for? Being a good dad. That's it. Simple. Yep. Being present in his life and um, yeah, no, setting setting a good example for him and you know, yeah, being a good dad. You? I think just being a true example of there is a life after addiction. Addiction. You know what I mean? Um. I'm not saying that I do it perfectly or I'm someone to look up to. It's just my experience is my experience and I know how much my life benefits. So I just want to be remembered for someone that wasn't given a chance from birth pretty much and made something towards, you know, towards the end of his life Yep, and just helping people along the way, you know. Someone that has a go. That's it, brother. What about you? Oh, what are we talking here? Like what legacy or what's next? What's next for you? Mate, um, you know, future goals is, you know, obviously house. Um, I just want to, mate, put my head into this really, put my head into this podcast. I want to self-educate a lot more, um, you know, just, yes, self-educate and just read a lot of books create more knowledge within myself that I can pass on to my young fella and put my head into this, into this podcast um, with yourself, man. Yeah. And just see where it takes us, sit along for the ride. And, um, you know, man, you just don't know, you know, like the people we've met in the last four weeks has blown my mind. So, um, you know, what's going to happen in the future? I don't know, but let's, you know, let's just sit down and enjoy the ride. You, what's next? Whatever's next for me, bro, is a bonus because I'm fucking living my best life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like, um, you know, I don't, yeah, I can't ask for much more right now. I like to live in the present and fuck, the present's fucking really, really good. Like you said, my, my life's full of beautiful people, beautiful things, beautiful places, everything, man. So whatever's next is just a fucking 
byproduct of where I am in life. I like it, man. I like it. So I reckon you're just leaving with that quote. What's that quote? You got one foot in the past, one in the present. You what? I said, yeah, what is it? Is if you got one foot in the present and one foot in the past. No, if you got one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you're pissing on the present. Let's not piss on the present, people. Get around us. Um, we, we want to try to engage everyone as well and try to get some Q&As going in the next couple of weeks. So if you've got some good questions, jump on our social media, Top Deck Podcast, um, on Facebook and Instagram and um, inbox us some questions and, you know, we can start doing some Q&As and engaging the audience. So well, Yeah, or we can try and open up and be a bit more vulnerable. So we'll um, we'll drop a video anyway, hitting you up for some questions and um, – yeah, and then we'll we'll do a uh, a little potty and and answer them for you. Um, but until then, peace out. Take care. Gratitude is attitude. Peace out. See yous.